that if we want to encourage youth to adopt an entrepreneurial mindset, we should stop asking our youth what they want to be when they grow up, but rather ask them what problem they want to solve. So we would like to invite you to join us in the exploration of the entrepreneurial mindset and its power to fundamentally change our experience of the world and our contribution to it. Hi, I'm Timothy Maurice Webster, an author and researcher focused on the psychology of human behavior. I've partnered with Alan Gray Orbis Foundation to bring you Gray Matter Conversations, a dialogue series designed to support and build our collective entrepreneurship development in South Africa. We feel that the international coronavirus pandemic, COVID-19, has placed a spotlight on both the vulnerability of entrepreneurs as well as the ability to ensure communities thrive through extreme environmental conditions. Through the Gray Matter Conversations, the Alan Gray Orbis Foundation seeks to initiate conversations that will enable us to share, debate, interrogate, and learn in order to build a community of advisors and connectors, as well as create a collective voice into issues related to entrepreneurship, education, and development. We feel that the current period and national lockdown affords us the space and time to share digitally with our community of partners and the entire ecosystem. As your commute and logistics are reduced, it presents us with a unique opportunity to hold healthy engagements about the plight and possibilities of South African entrepreneurs amid one of the most significant global crises in modern history. To share more about what we can expect, I will be in conversation with Yogaveli Nambiar, the CEO of the Alan Gray Orbis Foundation, as well as Nantando Mtetwa, the Foundation's Head of Public Affairs and Communication. Due to social distancing, we are all working from home and therefore this conversation is produced with remote engagement technology. Yogi, can you provide insights as to what we can expect on the journey we're embarking on and why we're launching the series in the midst of a global coronavirus pandemic? Hi, Tim. I'm so thrilled to bring this exciting new podcast to life. We're going to share and expand the reach of our values through a series of conversations about issues that matter, not just for those who are already entrepreneurs, but for those who are aspiring to be, but are being beaten down by the uncertainty of this time. We believe that the conditions brought about by this global pandemic have elevated the need to bring forth bold and decisive engagement about entrepreneurial journeys and to hone in on their ability to impact our nation at this time. And for all those who may not yet have hit upon an idea to change the world, now is the time to adopt the mindset and thinking that will allow them to view the crisis with a totally different lens, that of opportunity. So our hope for everyone who listens is that you'll be inspired, enlightened, and awakened to the power of entrepreneurial thinking in South Africa and across the continent. Entrepreneurs have the power to bring hope to humanity by strengthening the collective fabric of our everyday lives, especially during times like these where both the uncertainty and opportunity looms large. From access to innovative technologies that enable us to live healthier to solutions which afford us the ability to experience meaningful connections quicker, all of which are vital in this chapter in history. So we would like to invite you to join us in the exploration of the entrepreneurial mindset and its power to fundamentally change our experience of the world and our contribution to it. Thank you so much, Yogi. Nantando, 
Which topics can we expect to explore as part of the podcast series that will speak to the long-term plight of the entrepreneurial as well as the short-term challenges they are facing? Timothy, as we reflect on the legacy of Mr. Alan Gray, who set up the foundation with the mission of driving entrepreneurship for common good, as well as our strong belief that entrepreneurship is a human right, you can expect our podcast exploration to delve into five topics, and that is entrepreneurial justice, why it is a responsibility to ensure that young people in schools and universities are able to cultivate an entrepreneurial mindset. Secondly, looking at hacking the psychology of the entrepreneur and by so doing, providing tips, tools and resources that will help tackle the mindset attributes and competencies needed. Thirdly, the spirit of self and social significance, the ability to channel your deepest sense of purpose to make a difference, as well as intrafluence, where in the age of social media, where being an influencer has become popular, how we can redefine influence to be impact-driven, grounded in strong values and about an internal shifting for higher purpose. And lastly, looking at our program experience, and that just highlighting the experience of some of our Ellen Gray Fellows, as well as their peers in entrepreneurship, lifting their experiences that can empower others to pursue an entrepreneurial mindset. We are relentless in our approach to cultivating high impact and responsible entrepreneurship. And this podcast series is one of many ways we endeavor to make a contribution in this space. These five areas are really exciting, Nantando. Thank you. Yogi, of all the topics that Nantando has highlighted, which topics are you keen for us to unpack? And why are those topics so dear to you? So that's a hard one, Tim, because all of the topics present an opportunity for us to hold meaningful discussion on how best we can provide support to entrepreneurs, as well as how young people can harness their curiosity at this time to create solutions of value to society. However, I must say I'm really keen for us to explore hacking the psychology of the entrepreneur so that we can look into practical tools and solutions that help build this innovative and resilient mindset we've been talking about. I also can't wait to dive into the topic of entrepreneurial justice and how a systems change is required within education that translates into a new, exciting type of curriculum. I'm talking about a curriculum that truly prepares young people for a VUCA world, engaging with them to imagine new realities, to innovate around problems that they care about, and to learn how to implement sustainable solutions. In other words, future-proofing them against the uncertain and complex times ahead. Nantano, can you share why you are passionate about intra-influence? Because you've sort of pioneered this concept. Um, definitely, Timothy. And I think as a lot of us will know um, how um, these days on social media, being an influencer has become quite the popular thing. Um, and by influencers, I mean uh, people who have enough power to affect the purchasing decisions and behavioral patterns of others because of their authority, their knowledge, social positioning, or relationship with their audience. They have a following in a distinct niche with whom they actively engage. Considering this, I think it is time that we explored how we can responsibly and impactfully Sabawel, <laughs> a term used in social media, which actually means desire, to seek influence for a higher purpose, 
and to potentially mobilize um, our youth and their peers to look at how they can garner support and influence the thinking uh, for entrepreneurship being an, an enabler for social and common good. An example of this that I'd like to highlight is a business called Yoko, which is a business that was started by young entrepreneurs, one of whom is an Alan Gray Fellow. The business offers card payment solutions to small businesses and hosted an event earlier this year called Yoko Exchange. The event was aimed at empowering small business owners on how to keep their businesses and brands alive during uncertain and challenging times. The reason I think that this business and its leaders have evolved into Entra Influence is because they have evolved in terms of their thinking and how they approach their constituency. They've moved beyond um, selling a payment uh, solution and are using their power, knowledge and authority to position themselves as thought leaders in their space. They're influencing and empowering their community and ecosystem to look at their long-term survival strategies beyond just selling, you know, products to their clients. Yogi, how do you see the foundation impact in South Africa and Africa in 2040? Mm, that's a really good question. So our belief is that in the coming years, there will emerge from diverse communities, a new generation of high-impact entrepreneurial leaders, individuals of passion, of integrity, and of innovation will be at the forefront of the continuing economic and social transformation of our region. We believe the prosperity of our nation actually lies in cultivating the potential in our youth. So our mission is to seek out those with the potential for entrepreneurial greatness and to unlock it, to harness it, to hone it, tap into it, nurture it, nourish it, guide it, watch it grow. So our ambition by 2040 is to have identified and nurtured thousands of such dynamic, high-impact, responsible young entrepreneurs and leaders who will be the change makers we need through their innovative and valuable ideas, through the enterprises they build, which will create much-needed employment, and most significantly, through the substantial socioeconomic impact of their initiatives and their entrepreneurial leadership. But beyond this community, we also aim to have influenced the mindsets of millions of other young people in the broader society who will build their agency through developing their entrepreneurial thinking and solutioneering and use it for common good. Wow. Nantando, how can we as an entrepreneurship ecosystem come together for the greater good in supporting entrepreneurship? I think we can start by being more coordinated as an ecosystem in our approach to supporting entrepreneurs in order to make it easier for entrepreneurs to access help. In South Africa alone, there are over 300 organizations involved in entrepreneurship development, whether they're funders, capacity developers, or incubation agencies. There are over 300 of these organizations. However, our impact is limited when compared to the resources invested. For me, this means that we're not doing something right. A coordinated ecosystem would allow us to be more targeted, scientific, as well as leverage each other's resources in providing customized and targeted support to entrepreneurs. Secondly, we need to approach entrepreneurship development and support with a long-term perspective if we want to build in sustainability and resilience. 
As an organization, this is very central to our approach of entrepreneurship development and education. We view entrepreneurship as a muscle. We're similar to working out where you have to train your body to be resilient and face adversity so that it can be better. This also applies to entrepreneurship. And that's because the adversities you face along the entrepreneurial journey empower the entrepreneur to be resilient. To enable entrepreneurs to build this entrepreneurial muscle requires us to take a long-term view in supporting them and not walk away at the first sign of failure. Yogi, what do you hope the world learns about entrepreneurs during this unique period in our history? My hope is that the world learns that entrepreneurs brought answers in the midst of great uncertainty, that they looked at the crisis differently to everyone else. They interrogated what was happening and they created unique solutions that fundamentally changed the way we live, work and play going forward. In closing, I would like both of you to answer the following question. We'll start with Nontando. If you could say one thing to each and every entrepreneur right now, what would you say? Um, Timothy, um, Gary Schoeniger, who's the founder of the Entrepreneurial Learning Initiative, says entrepreneurship is about problem solving, that if we want to encourage youth to adopt an entrepreneurial mindset, we should stop asking our youth what they want to be when they grow up, but rather ask them what problem they want to solve. The corona pandemic presents an opportunity for great innovations and will change life as we know it for good. As we navigate this crisis, let's not waste this crisis for our youth. Now is the time for us to challenge them and ask them what problems they want to solve during this crisis. Thanks, Nantando. Yogi, your thoughts? Tim, I want entrepreneurs to know that they have within themselves the key strength it takes to overcome these times. They have resilience to not just survive difficult times, but to learn and thrive from it. They have already been developing their entrepreneurial skin through identifying opportunities, jumping into the game and experiencing its challenges and joys. Whatever we are to experience in this crisis, they still have the same mindset and skills that got them to this point. And their resilience will enable them to build and grow again, not just to the same level, but even better. With that starting point, they need to throw themselves into being informed, relooking the opportunities within their business model, trimming their costs to ride out the storm, reaching out to their network for support, and most importantly, taking care of themselves. This will pass. Position themselves well now, and they'll come out the gate strong. Thanks so much to everyone for choosing this content. I'm personally excited about how each episode will provide inspiring resources and a practical toolkit. Please share this content with everyone you know that cares about the plight of entrepreneurs. Stay inspired, healthy, and impactful. Until next time.